toilet paper go over the roll or under the roll? <laughs> uh, there's only one answer to that question. Well, there's two possibilities, but I agree. Only one correct answer. <laughs> it's, it's over the roll. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I get infuriated when it's under. Yeah. Kind of a <laughs> psychopath pulls it from the behind of it. Hello, Jen. Hi. Sorry that I messed up a thing that would have been a good segment. No, it was <laughs> done. You rescued okay. us. Yes. Hey! Oh. <laughs> 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 Let's try that again. Okay. <laughs> Attempt number three to get it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all excited to be here. We've got Jen and Brandon, the usuals. Uh-huh. Hello. Did it uh, rain at your house, Brandon? It's uh, been sprinkling on and off. I was debating to turn my sprinklers on or not. I decided not to, to conserve water, and it barely even rained, and now I yeah. regret it. My grass will die. My house will look terrible. All because that your first first watering of the year or something. Yeah, I see. Have you had I yours think you're on? Good. I haven't turned mine off yet. Okay. And Jen, you think it's okay? Yeah, you're fine. You're conserving. You're being good. Ugh. I don't think it's okay, just because of the temperatures. Yeah. All right, then I'll sleep tonight. I guess. <laughs> good. Yeah. What really conversation? <laughs> <laughs> did you aerate that lawn? <laughs> I did, as a matter of fact. I feel like that's a hoax. It's not a hoax. It allows things to get down to the, I guess, couple inches down to the roots of the grass. No, my dad never once, never once aerated his lawn, and it was lush and green. That was a different time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, nowadays it needs to be aerated. Uh, I don't the know. chemicals need to seep into the hard ground. I feel like there's a few things that are hoaxes in this world. And one of those is aerating, and the other one is red velvet cake. <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I love you some red velvet cake. <laughs> no. What is it? What's what wrong what with is, you? It's a red cake. It doesn't have any flavor. It's delicious. It's, yeah. No. Are you? It, you're mad it, about it being red. red? Ooh, look at this red cake. It must be better than usual. Nope, it's just a cake. It's delicious. And have you had it the red velvet better. cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory? Well, that's a different uh, story together. That's a cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> I know, but then the red velvet, red velvet makes like it better. Chocolate. When I said when I asked somebody, what is the flavor of red velvet? Oh, it's like a weak chocolate. Like, so why do you want no. a weak chocolate for? 
Get a chocolate chocolate. Then, then with the cream cheese frosting, I think, is the combo that just makes it all good. You just put cream cheese frosting on whatever you want. That has more flavor. Well, that does make everything better. Yeah. There you go. See? Wow. Well done, Jen. You were able to spin that outrageous <laughs> statement into agreeing about cream cheese frosting. I do like cream cheese frosting on all things. <laughs> I think red velvet is delicious. It is. And I'm glad that it's starting to own a piece of the market to take away from vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> well, if I did a taste test with you guys, you'd be like, I can't even taste this one. What does this taste like? A little bit of kind of like a weak chocolate. Then you have a real chocolate cake. You'd be like, ooh, this is good. This is way good. So you're giving us a in this taste test a chocolate cake. So we just know one of them's red velvet and you're yeah, just giving us I'd give pieces you of cake. pieces of cake. I mean, that sounds like a fun thing to do with cream cheese frosting on all of them. Cream cheese frosting, the same frosting on all of them. And you'd be like, ugh, what is this one? This one's no good. And then you would know that that was the red velvet. So you'd say, you'd fake it and say, yes, <laughs> the red velvet we love. I, I feel pretty confident being able to pick out red velvet. Yeah. I think so. Because it's the least delicious. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> color that throat that makes everybody like it so much it, I, just... I, I will admit that the red velvet looks amazing like it looks more delicious because it's red see that's, that's part of the cool. experience too don't you think you eat first yeah. with your eyes oh <laughs> yeah, it makes sense now that you say it <laughs> I feel like I would eat first with my nostrils when I walk That's good it. too. So you smell the cream cheese, you see the red velvet, and you're like, mm, yeah. And it's uh -huh, a good experience. Uh -huh. This is exactly why pickles are the very worst. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't look desirable, they smell horrid. Why would anyone want to eat them or anything? Pickles. Blah. <laughs> pickles. You don't like the taste of vinegar on a soggy cucumber? <laughs> no, see, and then when you oh. describe it, it even sounds... Alright, Jen's got a story she's going to share with us. We're going to sidestep our food conversation. Okay. Okay, so imagine this. A summer afternoon. The air is heavy with heat and a sense of foreboding. Wait, are you reading this? No, <laughs> I was trying Page to prep this good. Uh, okay. So this happened a few years ago. So that was the that was the afternoon. I'm driving along in my car on my lunch break. I find myself on a road that I've never been on before. On purpose. And I look. I don't know. Whatever my destination was, this was the road that I oh, okay. I was. I was traveling on and then I was like, oh, I've never been back here. And I noticed there's this overpass and this bridge kind of wall over some main road. I don't know if it was the freeway or just a big road, but this is, and there's this homeless looking man sitting on the ledge of this bridge, like with his legs out over towards what would be dropping off into the road of traffic. So I was like, that looks weird. Like I'm kind of nervous. I've 
I hope he's going to be okay. Like, is he going to try to jump? Like it was odd. <laughs> I just did not have a good feeling. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what to do about this. So I was like, well, I'll go to where he's going. If I come back, if he's still there, I'll, I'll like talk to him or something. <laughs> so I go, I come back. And so he's still there. So I, I pull over and I like roll down my window and I don't know what to say. Cause I'm like, do you say like, don't jump. And I was like, what if that scares him? And he's like, I don't know. I was, like, oh, yeah. I so I was just like, I'm like, um, excuse me. And he turns and I didn't know what to say. I was like, do you need a ride? And he like goes, yeah, that'd be great. And just like swings over all happy. And like, comes over and gets in my car and so I'm like what "What am I doing so so I'm like okay where where do you need to go and he's much more perky than I would imagine someone who seems suicidal a moment before but he's like yeah so you could take me to this group home or something so I'm like okay so I'm I'm driving and then I notice I'm like he's got tattoos that are not like happy tattoos. These are like prison tattoos. And I'm just realizing, I think I've just done the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm going to die. And if he doesn't kill me, my mom is going to, if he doesn't finish the job. So we go to, we're driving to the group home. He's like, Hey, so can I get your number? And I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, okay. And so I'm like, because I just picked him up. So I'm sure he's all sorts of confused. He doesn't know that I am completely just oblivious to the world. And so we, we try, I drop him off. He's like, okay, hey, thanks. I'm like, okay. And I was just shaking the whole rest of the way back to work and wow. so have, have you guys ever picked up a homeless guy before <laughs> I, I have not and it looks like Brandon was so against it he oh, we gotta <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to reconnect to Brandon here no, I have never thought once to offer somebody a ride. I know, right? I wasn't going to intend it. It just happened. I didn't know what else to say to him. I wanted to get him <laughs> off the it... ledge. <laughs> and that is very nice of you to, to be concerned about this man. <laughs> what? Oh, my. I uh, oh Brandon, did you hop back on? <laughs> yes, I'm back. Were you, you hated so my story that story? bad. <laughs> I thought anymore. She's ridiculous. I can't <laughs> even be on the same call as someone <laughs> no. who do such a thing. <laughs> This is why I need you guys to take care of me. (laughs) Look how useless I am on my own. So don't do that. Don't. (laughs) So I should not offer homeless people rides anymore. No, no. (laughs) Like all the things you could have asked, that's like the number one thing you shouldn't have. I, I mean, there's so many things you can say. Say, hey, are you okay? Well, that just seemed weird. <laughs> like, you... 
Instead, you say, get in here. Even you just don't it. jump. Yeah. You could have yelled, <laughs> jump. No. Call this, call this bluff. <laughs> no. I've heard people do that to people on building ledges. That's just horrible. They should jump. If we live in a world where that, where people are going to yell jump to them. <laughs> Sheesh. But it snaps them out of it because then they're like, wait, somebody's telling me to jump? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend no. it. It's not good advice to tell somebody to jump. If right? Easy, right? No. So I was like, I don't know. I had to get them off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know how. <laughs> those are one of those stories. I have another. They kept your mind. <laughs> no. I have a... You want my other story where you, if you, you know, yeah. this would have ended badly, you know, and you're like, what was she thinking? So I've got another story of that where. So my friend turns 21 and she wants to go somewhere where she needs to show her ID. So she decides she wants to go to the Vortex. I don't know if you remember the Vortex, but, you know, its tagline was get caught up in a whirlwind of sweat and passion. Yeah. And you think I'm sweet. (laughs) I am like a total tramp compared to what this roommate was like. So I was like, are Doesn't you sound can... like it if her goal <laughs> you're picking you on the side of the road yeah. <laughs> i know right so i am way skinkier than we had thought so yeah. i was like Do you, you sure you want to go there and she's like i'm like we could just go to a normal bar she's like no it'll be fun we can dance it'll be a fun club we can go there was she planning so... on drinking because it was her 21st birthday no she just wanted no, to be able to be to get yeah. She just wanted to be able to get in somewhere she oh, couldn't okay. get because she's trying to win now, so she wants to show her ID. Right. Okay. So we go down with with our we do have a skinky roommate. So we go we go to the vortex and it's around Halloween time. So there's like costumes, so it's extra kind of People are being extra wild, right? Because that Halloween vibe is going on. So I am just hating life. And so then the guy who runs it, they're going to have a costume contest. So he's like, hey, can you help me? I need to unplug this cord to do the spotlight. So will you hold this flashlight on the stairs to keep it safe? And I am just so grateful to have something employed to do. So I don't have to be amongst Uh the revelry of the sweat and passion going on. So... (laughs) He does that, and so then it's over, and so he's like, hey, thanks, I've got some free passes to give to you um, for helping out. Just follow me. And so I'm like, okay. So I, <laughs> I, I follow him, and we go back into the bowels of the vortex on a, one of those old kind of like rickety elevators where you, you, know, you pull the gate thing. And as soon as he pulls the gate closed, I am like, I have just trapped myself in the bells of the vortex with a strange man. <laughs> like there are stories about passion <laughs> And so he looks and I he could see the terror on my face, I think, and is like, it's just down, it's our office, it's just gonna be right here when I open. I'm like, okay, so he grabs me the passes and and then I'm like, I never want to come back here again. And so I just throw them away. I was like, I don't know what well, to the do. The funny thing about my skate- stories are, is that <laughs> they aren't, nothing actually bad happened. <laughs> I know. for people. 
it's what you know, I know but then when you read in the story like had I been raped or murdered in any of these scenarios you would have been like well she invited the guy in the car well what was she doing in the back of the bowels <laughs> well, yeah, of the vortex what, what did she think was gonna if, happen what if that guy would have fallen down because he didn't have a light to shine and broke his neck or what if that homeless guy would have actually jumped off the bridge because he didn't have a ride to the group home it was all because of you that two lives were saved and you put yourself right. in danger so what's the more we don't know put yourself in danger. <laughs> you might save a life but you might lose yours I, yeah <laughs> there you go that's what heroes do yep. that's what thank heroes you do. well there you go I think, though, if you're going to write these into a novel, you should have some kind of crazy ending, though. That's not the real ending. No, <laughs> it's always we and it was it's going to always end. Just like, and then it was fine, but it was scary for a minute. <laughs> then the tattoo man gave me a piece of red velvet cake that was perfectly normal. He turned out said, to be you. my fairy godfather. <laughs> granted me a wish no that's going to teach children to pick up homeless people <laughs> oh. yeah um, Jen you had mentioned to me earlier that you finally learned what being a Karen means <laughs> yes what does it actually mean <laughs> so apparently it is a uh, Middle-aged, which is me. It's basically me, except if I were a mom and had a blonde bob. And so a woman who is like wants to see your manager and is going to, I guess, demanding and critical and is like, okay. let me talk to your manager. Like in a retail store when like, they think they should be getting a sale price and they didn't get it. I get, yes. They're fighting with the teenager behind the counter. Let me see yes, your manager. Exactly. Okay. Yes. You're being a Karen. Hmm. Okay, okay. So are there stuff you've... Maybe that's old news segment, but I just found out what that was. I had no idea what it meant, so I was was curious. Have you heard that bandied about lately? You're being such a Karen right now, or... Yeah, somebody on Facebook... No, somebody on Facebook was like, I don't mean to be a Karen, but I was like, what is that? (laughs) So I asked my cute millennial downstairs neighbor, I was like, what is this? <laughs> she let me know. Oh, darn it. The millennial knew what a Karen meant? Yes. No. So I, I, oh, he asked if, I got, yeah. if I've moved yet. Oh, okay. Not I get yet. the keys like May 5th, I think, oh. is the plan. I haven't heard much, though. Okay. Well, so it's your current neighbor downstairs not a neighbor okay correct i don't make friends that quickly (laughs) (laughs) within a week are you kidding me drive up to people and (laughs) yeah we we would we would we were surprised to learn you (laughs) um are you are are you planning on having like roommates in your condo or is it just going to be all to yourself? I think I need a roommate to start out because I'm going to be strapped. And so my, my friend who's back from the Peace Corps, oh. uh, they had, they had to leave early too. So she's back and like, Hey, if you need a place, I will have a spare room. So darn it. I was hoping that could be a new segment where we could bring on <laughs> interviews. <laughs> 
<laughs> we could try to help you. That'd be good. But I guess the Peace Corps lady wins. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, Brandon, you got any exciting news to share? Well, no. Do I? Oh. Did I tell you any exciting news? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <sighs> but I thought this was something interesting to talk about per Jen. Um, have you, Brandon, done any illegal thing that you've uh, not been caught for? Uh that you want to share? <laughs> I mean, speeding all the time, but I've been caught for that. But, you know. Uh, the teenage Brandon running I, around I town causing for havoc. my illegal activities when I was a teenager. So. You did Wait. get caught? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I, what'd you do? Me and my 12-year-old friends were running a pretty successful shoplifting ring <laughs> and uh we got caught. i think i was 13 actually. <laughs> so still could still could be tried as, a, as no, adults. yeah so we know uh, the statute of limitations again we were doing a lot of shoplifting and uh then one one day we got caught at the food for less i was food for less i was taking a cap gun it was a sweet one too so did you have like a strategy? Like, would you talk beforehand? Like, all right, we're going to hit this food for less. I'm going to, you cause a distraction. I'm going to get the cap gun. And no, there's out. no distractions because just... we just, we just walk in and take what we want and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get caught? Uh, just one of the undercover store guys. There's guys that just walk around, I guess. And then they caught us. And then they call the cops. Is that real? What's that? Yeah. They have people that just are walking uh-huh. around in civilian yeah. clothes. And uh, as I was walking out, I I felt like the jig was up, and I started going. And I went behind a pillar, and I threw the cap gun down. But I didn't have anything on me. <laughs> but my friends <laughs> caught. They caught them and pulled me in too. But then they went and found what I had thrown. <laughs> did you throw it the pillar? <laughs> then they fingerprinted it and showed up. Well, again. they were so they were, so they pulled us back into the to the security room and had us waiting there for our parents and for the police to come, I guess. But I was cracking wise the whole time because I was nervous, <laughs> and my friends are like, "Man, will you just shut up?" <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> It was not a great experience. What did your parents do? Um, well, they were very disappointed in me. For one thing, that's what they say. Like, I'm very disappointed in you. So, I we taught yeah, we taught better. you better. But they had already gone through this with literally all of my brothers and sisters as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a new thing for them to have a, a, a child on the you know living a life of crime. But I never stole anything after that again. It, you know, I was done. You learned your lesson. Learned Good deal. Lesson. Yeah. Do you feel like your parents now are proud of you or that you've still disappointed? No, every them? time they look at me, I can tell they're thinking he would have been <laughs> the golden son if if he hadn't just tainted his 
his reputation with that shoplifting incident. <laughs> it's funny how, I mean, I hope Jen falls under this stereotype of throne, but I feel like so many people go through like their their uh, kleptomaniac phase where they're just like stealing yeah. stuff left and right. I uh, the one I remember doing was well, I guess two now that I think about it. One, and these were all as a child or a teenager. Um, you know how they have like at Winco or whatever, like all those bins with like yeah, it's not it's not free or loose. What's it called? No, but like loose. That's what it is. The free candy. <laughs> candy. You, know? <laughs> you just lift up the lid. Yeah, is that what it's for? It's just free. <laughs> <laughs> it's free loose candy <laughs> that's the term um yeah of course stole so many of those every time you walk by it, you just pop uh, them in your mouth um but as a kid okay. not now i do that with no. grapes and uh <laughs> i just kidding i don't <laughs> i see people doing it think, you're disgusting why are you eating that grape? Yeah. And heads of lettuce heads of lettuce take a bite out of it, of it <laughs> Um, and then uh, we, growing up, like once every couple of years, we'd go to like SeaWorld, Disneyland and all that. And I remember going to SeaWorld and um, seeing all these like toys and stuff that I wanted. My parents said no to, of course. So I ended up yeah. stealing it. And when I got home, it's funny how you always think like your parents have no idea, but they of course do because you don't have money. You didn't buy it. Like they, <laughs> they know all of what they got you. So they opened my suitcase and I just have all these like magnets is all I could fit in my pocket. So I stole SeaWorld magnets for names like Karen <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, I got a branded yeah. magnet because there was never like a Spencer magnet. Um, and they were just like, oh, where'd you get these? I'm like, oh, yeah, I got them from SeaWorld. <laughs> and they made me like mail them back and write a letter of Ugh. apology for stealing these magnets and crap. Yeah. So. Those are good Stealing parents. I found, uh, so I I was like fined like a huge amount of money for the two fifth, like the two dollar cap gun for my yeah or whatever, and I later found a and like my dad put me on like some payment plan to plan to pay him back, but I later found like saved on our computer a letter that he wrote to like the the court system about how. Like this isn't a punishment for a 13 year old, but a punishment for the parents basically. And like, how is the kids supposed to come up with this type of money and all this sort of stuff? And he got the, he got the fine mm-hmm. lowered to like, by like half. <laughs> wow. Hey, is, so like he, he went in further onto that. And I wonder if that was part of like him being angry at me and the system at the same time he was able to, work it so that was good (laughs) but they could have put you on a work crew i used to work at juvie court oh yeah juvie court juvie court and then you tried to pick those kids up to like hey do you guys need rides home or yeah (laughs) (laughs) pedophilia was not one of my it's not one of my (laughs) i didn't say that i just you were just giving them rides (laughs) (laughs) You Speaking can't even say that to a kid, though. You haven't got... Not anymore. Hey, little kid. You want some candy? Right. So, 
Jen, did you do anything? I did when I well, shoplifting I did when I was five because we would walk home and my friend always had money and I never had money. I was four. And so a 7-Eleven was on our way home from school. So she'd always stop and she'd buy something. I could never buy anything. And so one time I just wanted this piece of candy. And so I took it and she paid for hers and I walked out and I, by the next parking lot, felt so guilty. I had to turn around and go back. (laughs) But I wasn't brave enough to like face the cash person. And so I just opened the door and like threw it in the comic book section and ran. (laughs) Here's your candy. (laughs) I took this. I'm sorry. (laughs) But my real crime that I didn't get caught for was in college. So you remember these color, these rebellious college days. We went up and there was this supposed haunted nunnery. And so, you know, I'd always heard about this. People go to the haunted nunnery. So these guys, you know, we went one time and, and then I said, there's this no trespassing sign. And I was like, oh, wait, like there's these big fences and stuff. I was like, you guys. Like, apparently we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but it's what we do. So I, we climbed the fence. And so we were going over and there's these lights and they had us convinced, I don't know, dumb boys and dumb me for following. They're like, I bet they're motion sensor. We throw snowballs past them. It might turn off because that always happens. And so then yeah. accidentally, because <laughs> my aim wasn't so good, I threw the snowball and I broke the light. So Technically, I am a criminal trespasser and a destructor of property. Hmm. And I did not get but caught. you up for it in your community service. Yes. Well, I did that later. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I did try to mail some money <laughs> then, like, oh, years my. later. Because it has weighed on my conscience <laughs> for so long. <laughs> so I was like, back a while, like years ago, I <laughs> broke your life. <laughs> but it returned to me. Apparently, address is wrong, so I donated it to another church. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I'm just not a good criminal, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Brandon, with us and all this, do you have any words of wisdom I... for us <laughs> to help ease our conscience of our illegal activity? Well... I uh I spent this weekend cleaning out my garage and it felt so good to get something done that we've been putting off for a long time and I found a quote from Pablo Picasso that said only put off the things until tomorrow or only put off till tomorrow the things you're willing to die left undone. Oh. I think what if I died like right today? What would I be like washing my underwear? That would be so sad if I died and I had dirt. <laughs> but there's so many things that you should be getting done and you don't do it. And it feels great. And a lot of things that I've found during this quarantine is that I've, that I've taken care of take about 10 minutes and I've just left it there for months not doing this task or whatever and it only takes 10 minutes but i'll spend an hour and a half sitting on the couch playing a game on my ipad when i could accomplish something so you could finish it in 10 minutes and then play for almost Almost an hour exactly (laughs) yeah still (laughs) 
You can have your cake and eat it too. Just the problem with crap. me saying this is that I'm probably not really going to change my life habits, and then my wife is going to listen to the <laughs> podcast. Like I heard you say that you're going to do more things. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, that was just, just for, the, for podcast. the podcast. That's podcast, Brandon. That's the beef talking. That's <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> it's just for the pod, pod, babe. Just so, for the pod. Yeah, but but it does feel good to get things accomplished. And uh, and you should try to do those and think about those things that you have been putting off that if you were to pass away, you'd be sad that you never accomplished those things. There you go. That's true. That's well good said. advice. Well Words said. of wisdom. There you go. Now you know. Well, I got to... <laughs> now you know. I like it. All right, I got a joke for you as we wrap up this podcast. I haven't given a joke for a while, but I thought this one was real funny. <clears throat> you ready? Yes. What? Oh, what's the difference between the people in Dubai and the people in Abu Dhabi? I don't know. I and pe- Abu Dhabi. The people in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the people in Abu Dhabi do. Abu Dhabi do. Abu Dhabi. I don't do. know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Life LOL. Go ahead and check us out on our podcast. Our podcast. That's what you're listening to right now on our Instagram page at Life dot lol dot podcasts and until next week we hope all your dreams come true okay bye <laughs>